All right, and welcome to a silver lined relaunch. And as you know, I absolutely love sharing amazing women's journeys and their relaunches. And yes, I am delivering another one of those to you today. I have Tatiana Dujas, Dujas, and she says it so much better than I do when you hear <laughs> beautiful, beautiful accent. And this woman is an entrepreneurial businesswoman. She combines a proven success record as a co-founder of a $50 million business. It's a Canadian luxury hospitality brand and franchise. And she puts that with her passion for advising, yes, fast growing senior tech startups. Are you noticing why I really like talking to people like this? This is so good. She is the chief vision officer of the H Factor which we are going to be getting into today because we all know I love the Model H, which I talk about in the Relaunch Co. all the time. We're gonna be getting into that as well. This episode is brought to you by the Fired Up Entrepreneur Program. And this is a program that we are so proud of. The results have been downright remarkable, and we want to invite you to get a glimpse of what it is like inside this program by inviting you to participate in the Business Bootcamp, which is a five-day free event, and get involved with this because the pearls that we're going to be sharing each and every day are going to be the foundation for allowing you to make money, keep the money, grow the money, and strengthen not only your business, but also yourself. So please take advantage of this and join us at our next boot camp. You're listening to the Silver Lined Relaunch, and I'm your host, Hillary DeCesar, award-winning entrepreneur and transitional coach. Each week, I'll invite you to tune into inspirational stories, revealing how you too can turn ordinary experiences into the extraordinary. Feeling stuck? I'll share step-by-step -step strategies to fuel your ability to experience a life where silver linings are both abundant and possible. So Tatiana, welcome to my show. I love this. Thank you. I feel so yummy after this introduction so vibrant and energized and professional it's awesome well you know what it I, we met and it was like you know two two peas in a pod we were both like oh my gosh and this and that and i think that we thought about you know multiple different ways that we could collaborate but i thought first and foremost i need to share your story I need to share your relaunch. It's got so much of the silver linings around it, so much inspiration. So let's dive into this conversation. And for those that haven't heard of the beautiful Tatiana, can you share about you and about your most significant relaunch? 
Oh my God, so many, so many moments um, that I can think of that are really within the definition of a relaunch. Um, I think that that's actually, you know, a typical life of an entrepreneur. I mean, from my standpoint, there isn't anything so extraordinary. And yet, I think that what I want out of my story is to inspire people to really understand within themselves that there are moments where they need more and they are wanting more ambition, more um, yumminess in their life, more anything. And, and, and that's okay to really listen to that calling. So the story is of, I've been a mom first and foremost. So I actually, um, it's interesting because I, I was with a friend um, this weekend. I was in Denver for a seminar and then I stayed with some friends and she knows me super well. She's, she was my first coach I ever hired way back. And I said to her, uh, in, well, I said to her husband in front of her, I said, well, Tatiana, Tatiana, I love that you have now said we, even coaches need coaches, even, oh, you know, absolutely. there's never a moment, right. That we don't have somebody helping us get to that next level. To my understanding today, as yes, I do this work of advising and executive coaching and thinking back of when I first hired that person, that woman, I was like, wow, like, how did I not know? How did I not know? And given all the CEO um, life I've had, honestly, I, I can't think of not having a coach in my life, even to this day, to this day. I do this work with people, right? For people, with people, serving CEOs and uh, entrepreneurs and you know tech startups and all of that. And I have a coach. I have many, actually. I have. I was going to say I don't just have one. I think right now I have three. Yeah. Are literally, you know, getting me. Like, I feel like I'm being energized. I feel like you know I'm the Energizer Bunny. I'm putting myself in the zone. I'm like woohoo. Yes. Keep going, like, who yeah. keep charging me up? I mean, we need cheerleaders. We need people who tell us as it is, like you are really honest and direct and, and don't give us the fluff of, you know, what others would give us because they're wanting to be nice and, you know, so on and so forth. I believe in radical honesty. I think it's the best medicine. I love given, that. radical given, honesty. Yes. yes. Given, given with grace, right? Also given with grace. That's what I want to give to my clients. And it's also what I want to receive. It's really radical honesty with grace. So back to the story. So I was telling the story, my story uh, to her husband, because I just first met him. And I said, well, first I was a mom. A full-time mom and she's like what you i'm like yes me <laughs> because it it was the beginning of my journey is i got married very young i had my children very young my ex-husband was a pilot and i wanted to be home because i really didn't feel good about knowing that my kids were always like this juggling you know me with by myself basically <laughs> time so me and myself um being at home with them you know i i had to develop a a reliability system that allowed me to really just count on me because i never knew when he was home and i didn't feel good about leaving them so i started being home when like for the first 
the first um, seven to eight years. And then I was really, 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 um, I, my entrepreneurial spirit has always been there. I've been raised in an entrepreneurial family. For me, it was, there was no other way. Um, I did do, you know, I did have jobs at the beginning. I started as an interior designer actually. And so I had great, great, fabulous jobs. And I'm a freedom based girl. Like it really, you know, freedom for me is huge. So I started this business, which I co-founded and became this $50 million um, business, luxury hospitality. And what a journey that business was. I learned so much about myself as a leader, as a woman, as a mother. It coincided with my divorce. So I basically raised the business and the kids by myself um, for 15 years. And it was, wow, talk about relaunches <laughs> within and within the business. And then I got to a point where I really was questioning a lot around me. I was questioning the framework of performance. I was meaning, you know, why is it that we believe we need to kill ourselves to achieve success? And why is it that all of a sudden I'm at this stage where everybody's tagging me on my forehead with the word success? And I'm like, I don't feel it. What? So what does success mean then? You know, I started asking so many questions and I was fortunate to be guided to an event with um, Tony Robbins. And it was an event that I just jumped into. I didn't research anything because I don't do that. I don't research things because I like to really connect with the, that, that energy without, you know, the, without the thinking mind that distorts everything and, the, and it brings up fears and all that stuff. So I thought, that sounds really good. And it feels like I should be there. So I jumped in, I go, I have no idea who Tony Robbins is. What's the event? Cause I'm sure I probably have done it too. Date with destiny. Yes. Yes. I did that. And it was absolutely fabulous. Okay. So now most intense event he gives definitely not the first event that I would suggest to anyone. Yeah, okay. do, do UPW first and then then you can go on to right. yeah but no because it, it fits who I am You're like I just jumped in and I'm intense and I'm just you know when I'm I'm a Taurus when I have an idea it's like I go for it I jump in I don't know who he is I don't know the event I know it's six days it's six days and nights and I came out of there I had bronchitis I was exhausted I spent six days and nights in tears and I discovered so many things about me. I discovered that I was not clear about my definition of success. I had made a lot of assumptions and expectations around that. I discovered that I had outgrown my own professional environment that I had built and I was suffocating in there. I just couldn't be in there anymore, but I was also scared. So I discovered that I was I had fear around what was on the outside of that. What was the, on the outside of my own business, which actually formed my identity. It was like there was no separation between the business and me. We were one. And I used to say this business was my third baby. So it, you know, I had to. It's like it's sometimes it even takes over. I get it. Well, sometimes, no, it, it's like, honestly, my life as an entrepreneur 
and co-founder of that business at the time was my business, my kids, my business, my kids. My it was like this constant juggling. Yeah, I had no social life for sure. I had no social life. And I was really on purpose in terms of my heart was so much into that business. And a lot of things happened um, that, you know, showed me that I was, my values were no longer aligned with the values of the other founders. Um, I discovered a lot at that event and I made the decision at that event, which was in December, 2013, to sell my shares, my, my ownership to the partners and to move to a sunny destination because that- okay, Hold on, hold on. We're gonna back up for a second because now we're, we're zipping along a little faster. So <laughs> I do love what you said about, um, we believe that we need to kill ourselves. Women yep. in general, as we go into the working world, we feel like not only do we have to bring our A game, you know, we have to, we're competing against that, you know, the masculine force, but mm -hmm. we also feel like we have to work that much harder to continue to prove ourselves. And as I'm listening to you and remembering back, I remember I wore as a badge of honor when I worked at um, Oracle 10 years for 10 years that somebody said, oh my God, you're, you're a pit bull. I don't think the men can even keep up with you yeah and I was like darn right you know <laughs> yeah and I you know I kind of went home and I remember I worked a few extra hours when I got home and my three kids and I too was a single mom and I got home and my three kids were asleep and I looked at my calendar for the next day and noticed that I was going to be out the door I lived um in the east bay and oracle was across the, the bay which would have taken, you know, it's an hour and a half drive. And I thought, oh my God, I'm not going to get to see my kids. Gee, I wonder if I'll see them tomorrow night. Mm. And again, I looked at my calendar and there was a late dinner that was planned. So I wouldn't drive home and there. And mm. it was that moment that I'm like, I was, I was wrestling mm -hmm. with that being that alpha, trying to be somebody I wasn't almost putting the kids on a back burner because I mean this is what I had to do as you said your identity was so wrapped up yeah that and you had kids work kids work kids work it felt like you know okay what's next and then there was the travel for work I, I see so many similarities and mm -hmm. I do love that you went to date with destiny and had that the breakthrough right? Because they always talk about it, that some truly get that breakthrough. I, I had a similar one um, when I went, but help me understand, you're sitting there and you said, you're absorbing all of this and you left and you had, you know, six days of the tears of almost, you know, your own, this, this idea that, wait, what I've created isn't what I want. Can you share more about that? Well, I did create what I wanted and where I thought I would end at this pinnacle of so-called success didn't feel like success. So yes, I did create actually what I wanted and more. I mean, 
had I asked myself at the beginning of that journey where I was going, what was the plan, and how far and how high would I go, I would have never expected where I got 15 years later. And what I what I realized was that I had created a business that was amazing in so many ways um, for my clients. The, our clients used to absolutely adore coming to our, it was temporary housing, luxury temporary housing, we used to love coming. We, we had the best reputation in terms of interiors. And that was my, my, my gift back then from my earlier design days. And the feel, the coziness of that space, they were home. And we built our reputation on giving the most amazing service with the most amazing interiors. We had all the you know, corporate accounts. And so I created what, what I was really proud of. I created this amazing living spirit in this business. And I created it at the sacrifice of who I am and who I am as a mother, as a woman, and as an entrepreneur, because there was a lot of things that I just didn't, I didn't realize, um, just like my, my identity, the story, my story I'm telling myself of my identity as this entrepreneur, this leader, this kick-ass woman, you know, I was, you know, I was, always very feminine and and wearing these high heels and and you know making shit happen and that was my persona it is my persona and there was so much about who i was behind that persona that i completely masked and sacrificed and i just didn't know i believed then that of course i'm going to sacrifice myself because I am that reliable person. I'm that reliable woman. I am not taking a nanny because I want to be the one my kids call. I'm not taking um, much vacation because I am that, you know, Duracell bunny for the business. Um, I am that reliable person. And of course, you know, I'm going to be on call on weekends, not every weekend, but I'm going to be on call like everybody else in my staff because I am not only reliable, but I am demonstrating leadership skills that I want my staff to understand and also have. So it was just a story that I was telling myself that, that to achieve success, it has to feel really hard and grinding and hustling and taking all that I have out of me to give into the business or give into the the kids i am sitting here and i'm like oh my gosh we shared the same limiting belief and we share those and and so this is what my passion and my purpose is i believe that everything i lived and experienced through my entire life led me to where i am today i had to experience this mindset in order to understand how to better serve the clients I serve today, because those clients are those high achievers. They could be leaders, they can be entrepreneurs, they can be they're me. 
and they're all going for those achievements. And right. they're, they're also not feeling fulfilled when they get there. <laughs> it's a vicious circle, everybody. And it's a yeah. cycle that we have to break because, you know, we don't want to wake up when we're 70, 80, 90 and be like, God, I have everything. I've got all the money. But I don't I, wake up I'm when I'm 50. I don't want to wake up when I'm 50. Mind you, I'm past 50. But that's what my point is, is I woke up, you know, in my late 40s and I'm like, can I swear? Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, I, and I went, what the fuck? Like, seriously, like, here I am. I'm supposed to be living life to the fullest. And, and it's, I'm not doing that. Yes, I have a beautiful car in my driveway. And yes, I have a beautiful house I own. And I own it. And it's my girls and I, it's our home. And yes, I'm very, you know, I'm fortunate. But do you think that I would feel fortunate inside? I wasn't feeling fortunate inside. And this that's what called me. I'm like, how dare I get to this point, having lived through so much pain and sacrifice and suffering, having put my kids in, a, in, a, in an environment where their mom is literally like on the phone, driving, taking them to this, like it's a constant, you know, it's a constant rush. Remember where you like, you're trying to like, you know, you're kind of telling your hand like, mommy's on the call. You know, I mean, gosh, I can just, yes. Yes. You wake up and you're like, all right, no, I'm not continuing down this path anymore. Right. But then what? And that's what is also how I serve my clients. My clients are you know, a, a mirror of, of what I've experienced is, okay, you achieve, you achieve, you achieve, you do great, you're supposed to be this successful person, and then what? Mm-hmm. And then the next wave of success, which is what I've been navigating through to this day in the past four years, building this build business, which is entirely to serve these high achievers with, mm-hmm. with wisdom and knowledge. Have a massive relaunch for sure. Yeah. That's- and, and I had to relearn. I had to relearn because I thought I knew, but I didn't. Because what got you here won't get you there. So right. the relaunch. When journey, so when you're working with these high achievers and you're trying to, you know, first off, they, they come to you because they're, they're reaching that point where, wow, they've had, they have a lot going for them, but they're still not fulfilled which mm-hmm. resonates so much with, you know, we've said we, we work with very similar people and it's just mm-hmm. such an incredible journey. But mm-hmm. where do you, where do you start with them when they come mm-hmm. to you? How do you, how do you start down that path? I start where they are. Number one, I don't like to make anyone fit in a, in a program or in a, in a specific system because everyone is at a different point, you know, and that, really matters for us to understand where people are. So I, I empathize with where they're at. And then we go down the adventure of discovering what are their beliefs? What are the beliefs that got them to this point? What is their identity feeling like, looking like, sounding like? Um, what are their beliefs around everything we look at everything because i don't believe that people show up um 
in their professional life without bringing a baggage of their personal life. In fact, people are who they are in business or at home. It's the same person. We want to believe that we can put a mask when we go to work. That's bullshit, in my opinion, because yes, we can look professional. That's great. We look professional when we are in a professional environment, but who you are really is going to follow you no matter where you are. I do work with uh, startup partnerships because 65% of startups fail because of partnerships. 65%. That's what's out there. I believe it's more. I believe it's even more. I believe it's more. So why? Because of partnerships. What, what is about partnership? What is it about partnerships that make people fail to want to work together? It's because they bring their personal baggage. They have expectations that, I mean, I was working with, um, with two people recently. They've known each other for 15 years, 15 years. They've had many businesses together. They are friends. And in that one business, it all came up to the surface. They were frustrated. One was actually bringing um, projections from some experiences he, he had with his mother with the, in the partnership, you know, so there, so we are very unconscious in the ways that we bring our past to the present instead of living into the vision of what we want, living into, into this future we want to have together, we bring the past. The past doesn't define the future if you're aware of your past. So what is it that you're bringing? So we do a lot of, of, of digging, you know, we, we go through the forest and with a machete and then, you know, we cut some weeds and we plant some flowers and we change beliefs and, and, we look at values and how those values, I call them gatekeepers. Those are the gatekeepers of your space. So what are your values um, that will allow you to discern who you want to work with, who you want to be in an intimate relationship with, how you parent? I mean, it touches everything because when people feel like they are missing their wave, whatever wave that is, is usually called success or they're not feeling successful or they're feeling disconnected from their vision or they are, you know, finding themselves continuously coming back into a vicious circle. It's like they can see that, you know, they have the same patterns over and over again. Well, we've got to deconstruct that in order to rebuild, right? God, so, I love how you said planting, you know, you've got to plant those seeds. Yeah, new seeds, new gardens, new, new gardens. Yes. It's a chance for I, you know. I, I talk a lot about masks and about going to a masquerade party, and we, you know, we we try on these masks before we go, and we pick the one that we like the most. And lo and behold, you have to eventually take it off, right? Whether you're eating, whether it gets too hot, whether whatever happens, and yeah. there you are exposed again. And what's going to happen when you are exposed? What's going to really come out? How comfortable are you with it? So, so like awesome. I just appreciate your philosophies, what you stand for. Uh, we always go into rapid fire at the end, and this is coming way too soon, but already, my God, it's let's, yeah, let's, let's switch a little. 
And yes. you said that you were an interior decorator and you still have such great style. I commented on your adorable haircut. But <laughs> let me ask you, people have had to create home offices. Mm -hmm. From your interior experience, the design experience, what do you think is the most important thing you can share with people about creating a really great home office? Wow. Uh, what a question. I, know, I don't know where I came up. I come up with these questions. Where does that come from? I think it's a, I think our interiors are a reflection of who we are. And, you know, I would, I would, suggest highly first and foremost what makes you feel good i have flowers everywhere i mean sometimes i'm like oh my god i look like my interior is like a garden i have flowers everywhere i have these beautiful um orchids i don't know how i actually am able to keep orchids continue to have them flower don't ask me um everybody says orchids are difficult Oh, they are so difficult in my mind. That's a story I tell myself, but I keep buying them. I keep trying to make them come back. I haven't had one ever. <laughs> and I have one that I've had forever and it's like blooming and it has the most gigantic. I mean, it's like 10 of those flowers on one stem that are like fuchsia color and they're amazing. Anyways, so I think it's that it's so basic. It's, it's just that basic concept of what makes you feel good? What, you know, because- Also like we fall on Zoom so much. I love, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I just want a solid background. I like the idea. Well, some of the times what I see gives me a real sense of who that person is. That's right. Yeah. And you look behind me, I've got, you know, crystals. Yeah. And, and a heart. Yeah. And a, butterfly, yeah. a butterfly head. People are like, what is that Medusa? No, it's actually like my- my butterfly head, which I absolutely love. But it does. These are my favorite. These are my yeah. favorite things. That's it. You surround yourself with, with, with what makes you feel good. And I don't like those really weird backgrounds that are like a, it's, it's <laughs> I don't like it. I find it very impersonal. And then you can also see the person is kind of, you know, the, the, oh. the outline of the person. Their with hair, the their hair disappears. All of a sudden I do have short hair. Okay, so yeah. what is your favorite beauty product by name? <laughs> you surprised me when you asked me that at the beginning. It's called Vivier. So V-I-V-I-E-R, Vivier. It is actually a Quebec company because I've moved from Montreal to California four years ago to, to, to create this beautiful business and different life. And it is a serum that is vitamin E and C peptides. Oh, so good. It is so yummy, that serum. I wear it every day or sometimes even twice a day, like at night and, and during the day. It makes your skin glow and it really preps it. And it's just so simple. I mean, it feels like a little bit of a of a vitamin E serum, but it has like really, and the vitamin C is not abrasive. It's not the type that, you know, makes your skin like, I don't know, break out, but. <laughs> That's what the misnomer about the oil. We will definitely put this in the show notes over at the website, therelaunchco.com. You can find it there under podcasts. So we will have this. And when I say powerhouse of possibility, what does that mean to you? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I agree. 
because I believe that I, I believe in the possible. I don't believe in the impossible. Mm -hmm. That's what my life is. That's what I think I was born with. It's the spirit I have. And I've reduced that spirit a lot during my life. And I've learned that it really is my spirit. And now I do everything to never limit that spirit and really go for my stars for what I really want in my life. So a powerhouse of possibility is at your at your at your feet at your whatever the expression is in English. <laughs> but it's it's never diminish the spirit. I love that. No, never diminish your spirit. And as women, as women, we have learned that's part of the High achieving mindset is the paradox between high achievers who are women is that they tend to actually diminish their spirit along their way to success, right? So just learn to never, never reduce your spirit. Even when people go ahead, even when people um, criticize it, I've had people, I've had men intimate relationships with men who were like you're too intense you're too this you're too that and today i'm like okay great thanks you know what yeah. i i will i will be with a man who completely loves that and feels like he's being nourished by that fire because i have passion and i and that's who i am it's not it's not a mask i put on that's literally who i was born as so it's okay you know whoever is Actually, the ones who criticize us for those qualities are the ones who are uncomfortable with it. That's all it is. And Tatiana, where can people find out more about you? My site is uh, just under my name, Tatiana Judiez, D-U-D-Y-E-Z dot com. Um, everything's really under my name, whether it's Instagram or the site. And uh, on the site, you can reach out to me by email. So it's simple. Outstanding. Well, it has been such a pleasure. The time flew by. Thank you for sharing you. all your wisdom. What fun, girl. <laughs> Thanks again, Tatiana. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Silver Lined Relaunch. If I said something today that resonated with you, will you please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review and share this episode with others and help them find the silver linings as well. And don't forget, you can have immediate access to the show notes, any giveaways, and the links to those amazing beauty products at therelaunchco.com backslash podcast. Until next time. There's always a silver lining, and now is the time to hit the reset button to relaunch those transitions into transformations.